Welcome everyone to the Comfortable Being Uncomfortable podcast, where we discuss topics that will push the limits in order to have an honest and transparent conversation. Please join us after the following messages from our sponsors. All my creative mind folks out there and my business owners, if you're looking for originality and innovation for your projects, then look no further. Beltway Designs. For over 20 years, this woman and veteran-owned business has helped individuals and small businesses stand out through smart and engaging brand marketing. At BeltwayDesigns.com, no two projects are the same, and each project serves as an opportunity to create something completely new. So whether you are in the need of graphic design, planning a large event, or small gathering, please contact Rick and Denise at Beltway Designs, or you can go to Facebook and search Beltway Designs and let them turn your visions into the success you envision them to be. For 5% off of your order at Beltway Designs, be sure to use promo code CBU. Looking for a hookah experience like no other? Well, you have to check out Visha Luxury Hookah. It is a luxury mobile hookah service and a hookah supplier located in Waldorf, Maryland. It is a black woman and veteran-owned hookah business which can add a luxury touch to your next private or public event with their signature Visha Mobile Hookah and their online hookah store. So you got to make sure you go check them out. Or you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. All you have to do is search Avisha, or you can go to their website, avishaluxuryhookah.com. Tell them that comfortable being uncomfortable sent you. Morning. Due to the content covered and the strong language used, this broadcast is rated mature. That means grab your headphones, kick your kids out of the room, grab some holy water, do what you got to do. What up, 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 and what is up? We out here live from the DMV. Y'all know what it is. Comfortable being uncomfortable style coming at you. Yeah. It's me up in the house. Y'all know what it is, man. As y'all know, man, the one over there beatboxing and everything like that, man, probably ain't got no good internet service. So, you know, we gonna still go out to Liberia and check out with my man, Trent B. What up, dog? <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna act right. <laughs> It's going to act right. It's, it's going up and down, man. Earlier, it was, it was, it was looking fine, man. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. That's that DC internet. That's that DC internet. <laughs> it it must be. Yeah. But I even, I, I'm not even on my internet, though, this time. And it's still, like, uh, uh, acting up. So that's just, yeah, it's just DC, man. Mm. I blame Trump. 
Crystal got DC internet. No, you don't got no good. What you, what, Crystal, what kind of DC uh, internet you got? I got Maryland internet, but right now I'm on Virginia internet. But I got FiOS. Well, Miss Chris is in the building, giving giving everybody giving everybody the look like she usually does. <laughs> Leave me alone. Got the pearls on. <laughs> got the pearls on. Making a statement today. Making a statement. Hey, you said. I usually have one. Hey, did you set you, you set up a new uh <laughs> a new a, da- a new dating profile? Is that what it is? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really got that again. She got a new dating profile. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, you, might, you might as well come up with your own uh as a, as a little another source of income, uh, Crystal. Babycooper.com. If you want to know how to be a baby cougar, just contact Crystal. Yo, all right, man, real quick, man, you got to go around and give a big shout outs to everybody, man. Virtuous Essence, man. Make sure you hit a Virtuous Essence Candle Company. Go to their Etsy page and tell Dr. Regina Warren that Comfortable Being Uncomfortable sent you. I'm telling you, the candles are like that. She's dropping a new line in the next few weeks for the spring and summer, so look forward to that. Also, man, hit up uh, Soul Berry Sweet, man, if you want uh, edibles. Not edibles, but like candy. <laughs> you really selling right, on the show? Right, I can't. I can't. You want edibles? No. If you want, hey, I jacked that one up. If you want to hit up Soberry Sweet, man, Soberry Sweet got some uh, chocolate covered strawberries, candies, all that good stuff. Man, go hit up So Dot Berry Sweet on Instagram, man. Tell them comfortable being uncomfortable since you Maryland based, uh, women owned. <laughs> Women owned. Also, man, hit up uh, my boy, man. We gotta give. Uh, we always give a big shout out to Keith out at Rock Bottom LLC or Rock Bottom Music Group. Man, doing this thing with all our beats and everything like that. Big shout out to Keith, man. Hey, man, look, man. Last thing, man. Y'all know, man. We we always appreciate bringing you all the greatest content that you can get on a Sunday. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Greatest content that you can get on a Sunday at two p.m. Eastern. So, look, man. We if you want to share, you man, the tag. I like that. You should make them the tag. What? The greatest. Said, yeah. Greatest, greatest content you can find on Sunday. Dang, that's tight. I kind of like that. Yeah. That's tight, man. I got my water over there. I'm not going to get over there. Yeah, write that down. Write that down. Yeah, somebody write that down. <laughs> somebody in the comments put that in there. The greatest content on a Sunday. You can find on, What is it? You can find on a Sunday? The greatest content you can find on a Sunday. Yeah, somebody put that in the comments so that way we can, we can track it, man. Cause I, I gotta have that, I gotta have that, man. Better, a big shout out to uh, my boy uh, Marcus Hemsley, man. Uh, big shout out to Marcus Hemsley, Marcus Hemsley, man. Now uh, newly engaged with his fiance, man. Shout out, shout nice. out to him. Congrats, congrats. So appreciate that. All right, man. Y'all know, man. Y'all, uh, oh, that, no, the, the cash app. Yes, dollar sign the show twenty, man. If you want to send us a dollar, two dollars, fifty dollars, thirty dollars, twenty dollars. Hundred dollars, man. We appreciate everything, man. No, it's and not it's a some tax- Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever. Yeah. And no, it's not a tax. Yeah. It's not a tax write off. So, yeah, there it is. The greatest content you could find on a Sunday. There it is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I like that. Elijah, I like that. Oh yeah, I like that. Y'all keep. Hey, matter of fact, y'all hashtag that. Y'all hashtag that and share that. I appreciate it. 
Appreciate y'all. Yeah. All right, man. Y'all, y'all know what time it is, man. It's time for uh, who we topics with Crystal. Looking like a front of D. These no Cartiers. Pockets deep, 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 bro. I can make it in my seat, bro. Do you and do me, bro? Making noise, use a beat, bro. Whoa, I press the button and the door Right, all right, all right. What we got? What we got up the line on the lineup, Crystal? So the first thing we got to talk about is um, Andrew Cuomo, the seventh accuser, has come forward and accused him of sexual harassment. So this makes seven now, and um, multiple people are calling for him to resign, like Mayor de Blasio, um, you had Chuck Schumer, um, Gilliard, yeah, Gilliard, AOC, um, they've all been calling for him to resign. And That's I don't know what we think about that. Another Bill Cosby. That's all it is. Ain't no, te- ain't no, te- go, but it- ain't no telling what else he did. Probably drugs. Hey, you, see, you see how defiant he is, though. You yeah. see how he defiant he's been. He's like, I'm not resigning. He was like, uh, he he's pretty much saying that, kind of blaming the victims. He was like, I don't know their motivation behind all this and blah, blah, blah. He don't, look, he don't get away with it. You think so? I don't know. Man, he gonna get away with it, man. His family run New York, bro. Mm. I think with the, um, you know, the Me Too movement, these accusations are powerful. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, you know, when it's that many accusers, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire, usually. Mm-hmm. Look at so, that. Look, yeah, look at Kavanaugh. Rick Kavanaugh still got a... <laughs> he's still on the Supreme Court, so yeah, he did get off. That's true. Trump, Trump, Trump did four years as president, so <laughs> he's about to get off. Oh, he's about to get off. We'll see. I mean, I think now that the the Democrats and Republicans are uniting on this, and you know, they're both calling for him to resign. And then you know what's, you know what's funny though. Is that you got you got these Republicans now jumping on it, right? When for yeah. the last what ten years they were they 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 were trying to say you know like like when it was like Brett Kavanaugh or Trump or all the other twenty different Republicans that have you know that do that whatever they were like oh y'all just coming after them this is cancel culture and all this stuff blah 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 but now that it's, it's a Democratic governor now they they want to jump on the side of yeah believe women get out of here man yeah that's what I don't like the fact that they. You know, didn't say anything. They were like, "Oh, you know, Kavanaugh is is innocent, and um, he didn't do it." But yet, when it comes to a Democrat, they're ready to throw him in the fire. Oh, you know? oh, oh a better, another example is uh, you remember when Trump that that uh, hot oh yeah that tape, that tape that tape leaked about him talking about grabbing by the B, and. Uh, you know, a lot of and Republicans like, oh, it's locker room talk. It's locker room talk. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. That's nothing. Uh, uh. He had he had multiple um, accusers. Accusers too. Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Yeah, Stormy Daniels is probably the most uh, credible out of them all. And I say yeah, most credible because that's a by a long shot. She had some holes in her story too. So yeah, but she was paid off. There's proof of that. Yeah, I mean, Michael Cohen even and, says. And- Yep, and guess what? He got away with it. So, like I said, Fumbo is getting away with this one. Mm. Another another prime example of how the the justice system plays towards race. Mm. Yep, rich white men didn't get away with murder. 
All right, Crystal, what you got next? So um, the Derek Chauvin trial has um, begun. They're still in the process of selecting jurors. Um, I think the seventh juror has now been selected. Um, Also, the civil case, um, they just settled. The city agreed to pay um, his family, George George Floyd's family, $27 million in a wrongful death um, suit in civil court. So I don't know how that's going to play into the criminal court, but um, right now um, the makeup of the jurors, I think there's four white jurors and um, one biracial, one um, Hispanic and one black juror. And then I think six of them are in their twenties and thirties and there's one in her fifties or I don't know if it's a her or him. Mm. Yeah, they going off. Yeah, that yeah, you know. Hey, I, well, you know, he gonna get off too. So, I, you know, I'm 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 interested to see because this this trial is gonna last about what four weeks, six weeks. So, I guess it depends it, on on if they make a decision right away. No, nah, it's gonna it's gonna be about four six weeks. So about four six weeks is for this trial, right? And then, you know, it's 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 gonna be a test. For Joe Biden's, this is the first test for Joe Biden's presidency. Because regardless of the outcome, you know, Joe Biden's this big guy, this big, you know, pusher of, you know, bringing everybody together. So regardless of the outcome, you know, how is he going to bring Blue Lives uh, Matter folks together with those of us, you know, Black Lives Matter supporters or anything like that, who, if the if the uh, outcome is positive. For people, but if it's negative, if it's negative, when it sense that he gets off, how is he gonna bring the the coping of the you know African Americans, blacks, minorities who keep continuously see this thing happen all the time? Cops go out here and kill somebody, and they 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 say, well, he was overdue. He he was already on medication. He 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 died of that. They don't need to bring the Blue Lives Matter unified with anybody. I'm sorry, you don't get to be unified. Yeah. When you when you still say the term "Blue Lives Matter," that's a problem. Yeah, that is because all it, that, that that all that is just straight up racism. They're just showing their racism because then they still don't understand the reason why the phrase "Black Lives Matter" even came about. So I don't. Again, like I said, I think, I think I said last last weekend, I don't want to be unified with them, and I don't think he should try to unify these people. You can't unify racists, you know what I'm saying, with, with other people that are trying to, you know highlight the issues that's going on. Well, races are already unified. I don't think there's um, people trying to unify them. They they were emboldened under the last administration. So... Yeah. No, but, I don't think there should be any type of unification with them. I'm sorry. Or, or Republican senators. There shouldn't be no, no, comp, no, no compromise, none of that. So, you know, sorry. they brought back um, the third-degree murder um, saying that the prosecution can um, – well, the judge said that the prosecution can allow – Yeah, they're going to reallow that. They can bring it back up. Yeah. Look, look, he's going to get – he going to get the, – the, what's going to happen is he's probably going to get convicted of third third degree. They're going to give him 10 years with a chance of probation after, like, five. Mm. American skin. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, that if it doesn't, um, if people are not happy with the outcome, it's going to be all, you know, same thing all over again. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see how this administration handles that. 
Okay. Um, so the next thing, did y'all get to, to watch uh, Coming to America? She's Part your two? queen yeah, to me. I watched it the other day and um, I liked it. I mean, of course, it's not better than the first one, in my opinion. You know, in my opinion, is I don't think anything could top the first one. But I think, you know, I heard a lot of negative feedback on it. People were like, oh, you know, it's it's horrible, um, everything like that. But um, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, yeah, it was kind of cheesy. But I think for a sequel, that's kind of expected. Well, I mean, especially I mean, after you waited I, so I mean, long. But I mean, how many movies, how many sequels are actually better than the originals? That's very rare. Yeah. The, the, I mean, even with Equalizer, right? Equal, everybody loved Equalizer. When it came out with the second one, it was like, ah. Like the first one better. And that's yeah. Denzel Washington, yo. Well, Denzel's never... He's never done sequels. That's the first time he did a sequel. And that, that, yeah, you, that you see why. It, it, it's, it's no comparison. But but at the same time, there's no pleasing the people out there in America, man. There's no yeah, pleasing. Y'all, y'all some y'all some petty motherfuckers. Y'all, y'all complain about everything. <laughs> y'all complain about everything. <laughs> I'm the same way. I complain about things too. But it's just like, you know, uh the things I was hearing, you know, all oh, this the storyline is not good. Well, what did you want? You you wanted him. I can't remember the young the dude's name, the kid. But you wanted him to go and be rebellious against his father who came back for him because that's typically what we see in society, you know? Did you want the mother to be this, you know, this strung out crackhead um who was having troubles and Eddie Murphy came back and swooped him up and brought him back to Zamunda and took care of him? Y'all so used to everything that's going on around you, you want everything to be portrayed just as such. That's stuck right. in that stuck in that same mentality, like which entrapping ourselves. Man, this story, the storyline was good. A man goes back to get to find his son, the heir to his throne. Doesn't doesn't complain about anything. Doesn't brings brings the mom back with him, even though she crazy and ghetto outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But everybody complaining about it, talking about, oh no, that it shouldn't have been like that. He 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 should have been rebellious against his father. Well, at the end, he kind of was. He went to go. He went to do the same thing that Akeem did back in the first uh, movie. So there was ties yeah. to the first movie, and people complain about that. I, bro, I don't know. Mm. I liked it. I I really liked the coming to America. I liked that they had, you know, mostly all of the original cast. Um, even the the two twins, they had everybody in there. I thought that was fun, you know, just to see the like. Just about everybody in the original cast was in that movie. With a cameo with uh, Morgan Freeman got me. I was like, yo. Now, look, <laughs> like, now, now, look, let me ask you this. That was some of the most creepiest thing I've seen. That that having a funeral before you die thing. Yeah. That was kind of creepy. Oh, yeah, that was creepy. That was creepy. That yeah. was kind of like, yeah, he was like, let's have a funeral before he dies. And the, the Bama died right there at the funeral. It's like. He was just like, I'm good now. I can go in peace. Like, like, oh, that's kind of creepy, man. All right, look, well, man. Spoiler alert if you are if you haven't seen it. Sorry. Yeah, if you ain't seen it, that's your fault. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Amazon Prime, bro. <laughs> We've been talking about it. Oh, and five people that haven't seen well, it. Well, I guess you got to rent it. But anyway, who cares? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I don't know if y'all have saw the video of this Uber driver who... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not Uber driver, Uber passenger that attacks 
the Uber driver she was riding in the car with, with her friends, she basically didn't have took or didn't have a mask or maybe took her mask off, spit on him, said she had COVID, ripped off his mask, um, and just being really ignorant. And apparently she's been arrested now. I think she was charged with like seven uh, crimes. But before she was arrested, she actually posted a video of her driving a McLaren. I don't know if you saw that on TMZ going 122 miles per hour. Sick. It seems like this girl is doing anything to get um to go viral. And hey, we got the video. We got the video. We got the video of her in the Uber. So let's play that real quick and let them let the viewers see it if they haven't seen it. I'm just saying, why she trying to act so tough though? Like, like she, she, she. Now, if he would have hauled, now, now look, if he would have hauled off and knocked her out, right. she would have been, been she, she would have been crying, talking about he, he hit me, he hit me. a grown man hit a, a woman, and people would have been coming to her aid. Yeah. And I, and that's the problem. Keep your hands to yourself. I don't care who you are. Keep your hands to yeah. yourself. Well, not keep your hands. Also, don't spit on nobody. You know, especially. In a pandemic, <laughs> in today's world. I mean, why would you do something so disgusting? I mean, you see, they had their phones out the whole time, so it's clear that they're doing this for some sort of, you know, to go viral on social media or some sort of clout, um, which is ridiculous. Well, in she's, today- an Insta- she's an Instagram model. She, she's an Instagram she's, model. Yeah, she's an Instagram, she's a, she's an Instagram model. what model? She's an Instagram model. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, what? <laughs> you had to repeat that for me. Yeah, she's an Instagram model. She's got an Instagram. She's got over, uh, I think, ten thousand followers on Instagram. So she. So just, she's, she's, what I want to know is whose McLaren was she driving? Was that hers or might she, be hers? I wish she, I had the video for that, but yeah, it was stupid. But now she she's possibly going to get charged for reckless driving because of that. Because it's considered she, evidence. She ain't, ain't going to be so hard in jail now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, nah, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna be seeing if she's gonna act like that against them, them. She ain't gonna yeah. act like that in prison. They gonna, boy, they gonna, them, they gonna work her down. They gonna women, beat her up. And women that like other women gonna get her. <laughs> Not just that, it's gonna, they gonna beat her down. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't gonna, she ain't gonna say one word. Nicole Johnson said stuff got real when he touched his phone. Heck yeah, he was laughing until they yeah. touched his phone. They, <laughs> they, look, they touched that phone. There. He was like, "Give me my phone in the back right now." Oh boy, he was going off. <laughs> Yeah, you don't touch nobody's ah, phone, don't touch boy. Touch phone, man. That's <laughs> one thing you do. I got a look. Nobody's property. Like what? I got a cousin. I got a cousin, man. Uh, Big Lou out there, man, man. Look, Lou, he don't care what you do, man. But as soon as you grab Lou's phone, it's, it's he ready to fight, man. Get my phone. I'm like, no, my bad, bro. My bad, bro. I'll be the same way. Don't touch my phone. Oh man, that's people's personal property. Ah oh, man. Dang. All right, well, hey, man, that was around the horn, Miss Chris. 
All right, so check it out. We're gonna we're gonna uh, come back to a lot of those topics in the overtime segment, man. But y'all know we got to go to a quick commercial break, sponsored by Recovery Athletics. Yo, what's up, man? It's Doc Ronnie Mac, yo. I just had to stop by to drop this nugget on you all. If you're looking for some comfortable activewear that you can wear to the gym, around the house when you're cleaning up, or when you're in the street running errands, you need to shop at Recovery Athletics. All you have to do is go to www.recoveryathletics.com to get both women's and men's fashionable and functional apparel. Even sweeter, yo, it will not break the bank. You know why? Because we're running a 35% off promotion. All you have to do is use code RA35 at checkout and you will get 35% off your entire order. Now, come on. Top brands can't even top that, yo. All right, all right, so... We are back live here from the DMV. All right, so man, one of the uh, the big things that were that was coming up over the week, and we talked about this last week in our segment uh, mm. with around the horn. Um, Meghan Markle, the 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 the, the turmoil and and uh, the British royalty. You know what is going on out there, man? Because more and more, as after we had our show on Sunday, more stuff came out. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Came out about the the first of all that 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 sorry ass apology or sorry ass acknowledgement by the queen. I don't know if y'all heard it, and I know she yeah, didn't write it. I know she, yeah, I, did, I know she didn't write it, but you know her, her publicist yeah. wrote it. But it was it was terrible. We're saddened by this, and you know it's something that we have to look. We're at. shocked by the revelations. Yeah, revelations. <laughs> you're you're, you're yeah. shocked that somebody found out about it. That somebody told the truth. Right. Did y'all, man, did y'all see the, uh, they ended up, uh, I forgot who it was, I think it was a couple of, like, the late night people, they ended up doing, like, like the back-to-back, uh, and I think it was on the, on the interview as well, like, the, like the back-to-back um, uh, articles, one covering uh, Kate Middleton, the other one covering Meghan Markle, them doing the exact same thing. Like it, like like it was one where Kate Middleton was eating uh, uh, avocado, and they were like, "She's healthy and being blah blah blah." Yeah. It was, and then the same thing they they covered Meghan Markle eating avocado, and they were like, "She's destroying the environment or something blah blah, blah by by eating certain." Oh, it was wild. And then like like Kate Middleton was holding her her baby bump, and they were like, "Oh, sweet, hold her baby bump. You know, going to be a great mom." Same thing with Meghan Markle. And they was like, is this some new uh, special way of holding your baby? Is she blah, blah, blah? It was like, it, it was like you, yeah. can, you can see, you can see the difference. You can see the, the, the rate. But of course, the, the Daily Mail, the Daily Mirror, Pierce Morgan, all, they've, all, they've been racist since the, since the beginning, especially yeah. the Daily Mail. All the UK media has been uh, pretty racist. I mean, yeah. from the beginning, like, yeah. I just... I don't understand how much how so much negative press could come out against one person. Like mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Yep. Pierce Morgan, the reason why he's in his feelings is because I guess they used to be friends prior yeah. to her meeting um Prince Harry or I guess mm-hmm. he's he's not a prince, um, whatever. But I guess 
he was friends with Meghan Markle and they met up at a pub, supposedly. And um, while she was out in London, I guess getting ready to meet up with him. And then after she met up with him, like she kind of ghosted Pierce Morgan. I told um, you he got mad because she he wasn't chosen. Yep. He got yep. his feelings. And he and he held he held that grudge. <laughs> Did y'all see him walk out of that that yeah, interview? Did you see the way was, was lambasted? That man walked out of there like he was constipated. Yeah. He, he he walked out of there like he was constipated. <laughs> the the other guy this. called him. I, I'm not gonna take he this. Was like, <laughs> he was like, "Why are you so like, you know, against her? Is it because you know you're in your feelings?" And he, in so many words, is what he said and. He got up and walked out of there. He couldn't handle the truth. Right, That's man. the problem with people like Pierce Morgan, right? He can dish it out, right? But then once people call you out and put you and put you on blast, now all of a sudden now you gonna you know you get in your feelings and you get all angry and mad and all that other stuff and be like, oh my god, you're attacking me. Like that's exactly what the, what, what people do, man. You know, it's like like people like Pierce Morgan. You know what I'm saying? They get all you know. They come at people, man, and then all of a sudden, you know, somebody shine a light on them. Oh, they're you're picking on me. It's this, it's this, uh, it's this meme, whatever. It's like a cartoon meme, and it's like it's this, it's this guy, this this white dude who's got like make America a great hat on. He's got like um, he's got like two rifles on him and all this other stuff. And then he's like he's like a uh, he's like in a crowd around like like other people of different ethnicities who are just like chilling. And he and he says the bubble says I feel threatened, <laughs> but he's the only one. <laughs> with weapons and all this other stuff but that is so true yeah i don't i don't understand like even her family and i i felt bad for her with her family like her sister that apparent or her half sister that doesn't even know her she was coming at her before yeah before they got married um yeah yeah and then um her dad that went to the press you know she's just Getting out from all over the place, so yep, I don't understand. Well, are you still there, man? Yeah, I'm yeah. Still there. I'm, I'm, I'm just Why? listening to y'all talk, man. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> it's, you know, hey, yeah, but yeah. So, so people asking if, if we saw the interview. Yeah, we saw the interview. We talked about the interview on Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, with Oprah and, and Prince Harry, and it's kind of one of those things. Is like. You know the uncomfortable, the level of uncomfortableness uh, yeah. that Megan displayed, especially when they brought up Archie, um, mm-hmm. and you could tell that she was uncomfortable talking about it. Um, and a lot of people say she's lying. Let me tell you something. How do you know she's lying? Your your right. ass sit right here in America, just like us. So we don't know if they lying right. or not. So don't, don't, the, the first thing everybody wants to say is when somebody talk out about stuff. And they, and you know, they they bring up stuff. They, oh, she's lying. Candace Owens, shut up, shut up. But see, Candace but you, Owens, but you see, Candace Owens is one of those type. Yeah, Candace Owens, one of those type of people who always got to chime in on something. Shut up. Why is she even chiming in on this? This has nothing to do with you know the stuff that she. Because she's a wacky right wing fanatical grifter. Yeah. Uh, like, and because you see the people that are attacking Megan, these are they're all right wing people. Yeah, you, you, you see it, so you you understand it. All they are, all they're doing is just showing their racism or their allegiance to racism and to the, the white supremacy. That's all. That's all Candace Owens does. She's she's showing her her allegiance to the, you know, to the white supremacy. That's all. Like, 
you know, nobody knows besides them, you know, what happened. So regardless, you know. Yeah, regardless of what we say, regardless of what we say and regardless of what you say, nobody knows what happened except for them. Yeah. Problem is, the good thing is we got the microphone. So if we <laughs> so if we sitting here saying something, you know, it's our thoughts. And I get you, right. I got you. Everybody wanna get their get their own opinions and thoughts. But how you know? When everybody right. when it's my thing is this, when you keep when you sit here and say, Well, you're wrong, how you know? I'm not gonna sit there and say you're wrong. How you know? Right. Yeah. Because all we did was just we just put out the facts. Like I was talking about the articles. That's something you can see plain plain as day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just don't get how they they spend it. Like everything that she did, like when they said that um, she made Kate cry, but then she got on the interview and said, "Well, no, it was actually the other way around." Yep. Like. Yeah, because she's because she's the future queen. So that so they you know they want to stay in, in, in the future queen's good graces. That's that's why. Yeah. Well, who do y'all who do y'all think is the um the family member that asked her about um, Archie's skin color? You know, it's it's probably one of the, like you know the ones on the lower on the totem pole, like Princess Beatrice or one of them. You know, or that or that other one, uh, Princess. Um, the real racist one who 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 apparently uh named her dogs uh Serena Venus who who like wears like like the African uh uh um what's that the brooch whatever the racist brooch I forgot her name princess something um really she, I know she named her dogs Serena yeah, yeah. What? let me let me find let me find her name real quick man because y'all need to look up her up she she man who is this who is this she's talking about. I'm about, I'm, about, I'm about to find it right now. Um, it's, uh, what do you What are you talking about? You, he's talking about. I asked, "Who do you think in the royal family is the one that said that?" Um, you know how how um, dark is Archie going to be when he's born or something? Said that to Megan. I asked, "Who do you think said that?" Uh, and he, a, yeah. And I said probably one of the ones like lower on the totem pole, like like the one who uh, Princess Michael of Kent. It's probably her. Cause Princess Michael of Kent was the one uh, who, uh, um, if you if you were listening, Ron said uh, she named her dogs after Serena and Venus, and she wore that uh, that racist brooch or whatever. She, she actually just apologized the other day about wearing it. You know, it, it was pro- probably somebody like her. You know what I'm saying? So you don't think it was somebody higher up on the? Um... I don't think it was the queen or anything like that. I mean, it could have been, you know, probably could have been Princess or or yeah, Camilla. Probably could have been her too, because she yeah. she all over the man. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I you know I said this on the last show. I mean, I I definitely you know commend Harry for you know sticking up for his family. I mean, as he should, you know. Hey, like I said, man. At the end of the day, all the facts gonna come out. Facts gonna come out. It's gonna hit whoever. It's gonna it's gonna hit whoever was lying about it in the face. And uh, you know, hey, like I said, it doesn't surprise me. But you know, to call to call Meghan Markle an attention whore or whatever, yeah, yeah, slap yourself. You know, right? I, I don't. I'm. I'm not. I don't know it personally, and I don't think you know it personally. So you can't call it attention whore. Anyway, no, I mean. 
this is the first time she they did an interview. But no, so. no, no, no. When I say that, people are, are saying that she she's a gold digger. They they say that she was already she already had an eye to be some kind of royal princess or whatever. And da, 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 she da. was already worth ten million dollars. Yeah, she exactly. already had so that, exactly. So that's why I keep telling. That's why I keep sitting here looking at these comments rolling. I'm just like, bro, <laughs> you just want to speak. Fine, cool. Go ahead. You want to talk? Cool. Go ahead. You want to troll? Cool. Go ahead. But if you don't know what you're talking about, if you don't know the person personally, don't sit up here and say nothing about it. Don't say nothing negative. Your mama ain't teaching no better. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Everybody, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it's, it's racism. But yeah, I mean, everybody has an opinion. Um, I'm not going to say that their opinion is racist. I, I ain't gonna say everything's racist. Everything's racist. I call it like I see it. Because I, I was I was looking at all the, those those tweets and comments. The a good majority of them were racist. Yeah, I mean, I I do believe that the the UK media especially has been racist towards her. I mean, well, I mean that's proven. That has been yeah. proven. You don't. All you have to do is go back and look at the historical tabloids to figure that out. Yeah. And if you if you're too lazy to get off your butt and, and actually go out there and look at the historical tabloids to see what the Brits have been saying about her, then hey, shut up. Right. Yeah. All right. We got. I mean, the Daily Mail, the Daily Mail was the ones who who uh, uh, they were supporting fascism when the uh, during the rise of fascism or whatever, and they didn't even, they didn't even come by and apologize after the whole fact or whatever. So their history is 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 steep in racism. Weren't they the ones that hunted down her father? Um, yeah, and, and, and yeah. her mother that she had sent him. You know, I guess it was a personal letter, and she is sued, um, mm. and actually won the case yeah. against invasion of privacy. Yeah, well, yeah. I will tell you what, well, you know what? Hey, it's a good topic. It's one of those topics that we'll, we, we I got a lot of comments. So in the overtime segment, if you wrote a comment on this, I hope you stay because I'm gonna address them. Okay, I, I see some. I'm gonna address these comments because y'all, some of y'all, I, y'all, some of y'all, crazy. All right, these comments. All right, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. Look, check it out, man. We got another segment coming up. It's my say what of the week. Say what? Been a little too nice to y'all. Now I got to up price for y'all. Snake eyes on dice for y'all. Shoulders on ice for y'all. A six all the hay. All right, look, man. So, man, over the week, man, y'all know the COVID bill, the COVID stimulus bill uh, was passed by the House, Senate, and uh, and President uh, Biden signed the, the bill. Congratulations! Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, it was a I, believe it or not, people won't say it wasn't a bipartisan bill, but a lot of that stuff that you know uh, was taken out was taken out because uh, Joe Biden, you know. He probably didn't put his foot down, you know, hard enough on some of his stances, and he bended to uh, some. And of the they still voted no. Yeah, and they still voted no. I don't, I don't understand it. But whatever, that's another topic for another day. Um, yeah. But the bill was passed, and um, you had some some concerns. Prime example: re- a representative from Wisconsin, Glenn Grotham. I think his name is Grotham. Yeah, Glenn Grotham. Um, made a very negative remark uh, concerning Black Lives Matter and families. Check it out. 
because I know the strength that Black Lives Matter had in this last election. I know it's a group that it doesn't like the old-fashioned family. Um, disturbed that we have another program here in which we're increasing the marriage penalty. All right, so, Glenn, what he was, what he was explaining here is he's explaining the, the marriage penalty within the, uh, the, 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 the uh, COVID bill, right? But the, the fact that he equated Black Lives Matter and the values of family Rub some feathers. Even so, that we had a representative, uh, I think his name is Stacy, um, Pl- uh, wasn't it Plankett? Oh, Plaskett. Plaskett yeah, from, from uh, the Virgin yeah, Islands. Virgin she Island. came back and she and she had a, a, a very good comment. Dare you? How dare you say that Black Lives Matter? Black people do not understand old-fashioned families. Despite some of the the issues, some of the things that you have put forward that I've heard out of your mouth in the oversight committee, in your own district, we have been able to keep our families alive for over 400 years and the assault on our families to not have black lives or not even have black families. Mm. So this kind of went back and forth, right? And the reason I picked this as a say what is because we still have, it's 2021. And we talked, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, I, t- I talked about this back in uh, December, January time frame when the election was going on uh, or when the election was over and Joe Biden was about to get elected. I said, you're going to have some people that's going to show their true colors. And with a comment like that, it, it showed they showed their true colors. Right. Mm-hmm. So, again, he said Black Lives Matter don't care about families. What is he talking about? We don't know. Lindsey Graham also came out. <laughs> last this past week and made a comment about made a comment about and I couldn't find a video but it made a comment about the fact that black farmers or minority farmers were getting a five was it five billion dollar relief bill uh, mm-hmm. relief act was included in this bill and he made yeah. he had the audacity to bring up the fact that white farmers were struggling too he said that he said white farmers well, you know, were struggling now well, I- it's it's funny, it's funny. Let me just you know interject on that part because it's funny that they you know they 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 say that right, but they they don't go into explaining how the reason why there has to be debt relief right is because these black farmers were unable to get loans because these racist banks didn't want to give them loans. Exactly. These white farmers got loans, yeah. so that's why they're not getting debt relief. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just black farmers. It's also uh, uh, Native American farmers. Everybody that was denied loans are getting their debt relief. And they should because they weren't. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's you know. Yeah. I actually. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that. Actually, oh, go ahead. No, I said the fact of the matter is you still have you have politicians who blatantly come out there and say stuff like this. And people. Y'all still vote for him. Right. You know? Now, granted, you know, we, we all we all believe this. We all know. And I don't know. If, I, I know me and Trent do. No, but no politicians ter- is truly for you. They're for their own interests, mostly. Mm. Yeah. You know, Democrat or Republican. But it's yeah. not OK for you to sit up here and say black. You pretty much say black people don't care about the, the, the original family. What is the original family? Mr. Grotham, I want you to define what the original family is. Tell me what the original black family is. Is it uh, one of, of enslavement? Having your child ripped away from your arms, your husband, your wife ripped away from your arms, sold at the auction block to go to another state, southern state? 
Is that the original family? What are the original family values, Mr. Mr. Grotham? You tell us. You know what the problem is with the with the Republican Party because they keep they 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 just they they're showing the true colors. The problem, the thing is, these these people are so stupid to realize that a, the majority of black people are already by nature conservative, right? Regarding you know family values, regarding uh, you know church, regarding you know tradition, blah blah blah. You know, but instead of trying to, you know, hey, let's let's try, let's try to work with, you know, with black people, whatever, because, you know, and, and try to get them on our side and try to, you know, help them out, whatever. Oh, no, let's let's just continue to, <laughs> to demonize them. Let's continue yeah. to be prejudiced against them and racist against them instead of, being, you know, instead of actually, yeah. you I know, like, like, th- like this got- dude, this dude is such an idiot that he doesn't know that most most black families already have connections with, you know, and, and to like. Conservative values, yes. they do. So, so look at this comment. Chanel Kenny said, "That's not what he said, Ron." If you read their uh, Black Lives Matter mission statement, they said they are against the traditional family. Is that in their mission statement? Yeah, it is. Like everybody, no, I don't rock with. Uh, so she said, she says, she says, so yeah. So I, I don't think anybody does. Uh, well, anybody with common sense. She said, uh, "I believe he was talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, not Black families." Could be wrong, but that's what I got from it. Hey, man, that's a, that's a you know that's a good interpretation, Chanel. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what it was. But Mr. Grotham has some explaining to do. Not Chanel. Don't 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 come to his defense, Chanel. But but see, God, God, but see here here's and I you know what and I'm and Chanel that's oh. that's what's up. I understand. I, you know I, I'm with you on that. What but I, what what I think they tend to do is they tend to use Black Lives Matter as a catch-all boogeyman for anything that that that, that is. Uh, opposite of, of their beliefs so black lives matter is just to, to me it's just their catch-all word it's just their it's, it's, it's a it's the boogeyman right to make people afraid so of course they're going they they say black yeah, they lives generalize matter. it, they and generalize it's, it. yeah it, 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 and it's just like that um what's the other guy that went on that radio station ron senator ron johnson or, or uh he went out there and said uh, I felt safe during the the January six riots. He's like, but I wouldn't have felt safe if it was Black Lives Matter, right? That's just a, everybody know that's a catch all to say if it was black people, he would have been afraid. Yeah. So, so when you say that they they're not um, that their mission statement doesn't support the traditional family, is that because they're inclusive to to gay and um, LGBTQ plus? Um, and it might be because traditional family is traditional marriage, yeah. right? Traditional I mean, man, and, man and wife, kids, and everything like that. So it might be. So because they support that, um, I mean, is is that why he's say, he's saying you know that they shouldn't? Um, they're not for Black Lives Matter because I don't agree with that. I mean, I think okay, traditional family, but I'm also. A supporter of LGBTQ plus, you know, partnerships and marriages and things like that. I mean, I support that. Yeah, well, I mean, this is, this is an ongoing topic. We don't have time to keep going back and forth with it. All right, so look, man, that was to say what, man. Leave comments, man. We'll address it in the uh, overtime segment. Uh, good feedback from some of you all. Chanel, good points brought up. Uh, look, man, we got a uh, lengthy confession letter, man. Y'all, y'all tune in. Buckle up. 
Some problems, some problems, some problems I solve them. I run through the money, the pressure be calling. Left on my blessings, I feel like I'm falling. The birdie is back. Tell me I'm garbage, I'm going through something, that's why I ain't calling. Phone in progression, it's all that I wanted. A phone in affection, I summon and dub it. Why you be all in my line about nothing? Why won't you go get you a dollar or something? Don't hang with a nigga who lying for nothing. I see that we different, you riding, I double my. All right, here we go, y'all. Confession letter for this week. All right. I have contemplated reaching out to my distant father for some years now. He's since moved on with a new family, and I haven't seen him since I was 14 years old. The story behind this is while him and my mom were going through their issues, he left. I split time between his place and her place over the years from the time I was 10 until I was 14. During that time, my mom became addicted to drugs and alcohol, had different men and women over at the house. When I was 11 years old, I told my mom, that her then-boyfriend and one of his friends touched me inappropriately. She called me a liar, slapped me in the face, and told me I was, I was a slut. I tried to explain to her that they did, but she never wanted to believe me. She confronted her boyfriend one time, and he laughed it off and said no. The abuse from him continued for about two years. I told my dad about it, and he was furious my mom never said anything. When he confronted her, she twisted the story and pinned this on my father. Because of this, my father just stopped coming around even though he was innocent. He fought for custody for years and ultimately gave up since the courts did not want to help. I would like to see my my dad and talk to him about all of this, but I'm unsure how. That's a tough one. Mm -hmm. I mean, so actually, I had a friend in this same situation. Um, not necessarily her dad wasn't in the picture, but um, her mom and um, same thing happened. Her mom had a boyfriend and, um, you know, there was some inappropriate touching and things like that. And um, she ended up moving in with me a long time ago. But, um, yeah, I I definitely think you should reach out to your dad Um and just have a heart-to-heart with him or, you know, just... Well, let's be clear. The dad wasn't the one doing it. Yeah. From the reading. And I think, you know, somebody who's listening in late, they're going to be like, what did the dad do? No, the dad just got kind of shunned away by the fam- by the mother. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, if it You know? Anything, I think she should have more of a relationship with her dad than she should the mother. I mean... There's a lot of holes. Know. There's a lot of there's, and I think because of the longevity of the letter, I think the the person that wrote the, wrote us decided to kind of try to keep it short, and by doing so, a lot of the information or a lot of the details were missing. Well, I mean, right? what details? Huh? What details do we need? Well, I mean, you know, why did the dad just bounce out? You know, why did he just? Why didn't he fight for you? Well, you know, what I'm of saying? course he did. She said he did. She said she uh, he he fought for custody for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I can imagine that. But why? But why is she so worried about uh, t- you know speaking to her dad versus you know I I don't get it. I, I maybe because they're the, I don't get the whole. What? Maybe because they're estranged. You know, estranged the relationship. But even still, I mean, he and she might not. He did nothing to her. But she might also. He fought. He might have. 
So I, I'm trying to figure out. I can see if it was more so of her having a hard time trying to deal with her mom and talking to her mom. I could see that. But you're, you're, you're having a hard time talking to your dad. Why? I, I don't well, Maybe she has trauma. Maybe she has trauma dealing with men. Well, her dad, but what? No. It's her dad. You don't know what she, she made. She may have trauma, you know, and have a hard time reaching out to men, um, even if that's her father. I don't know. But, I mean, I think that if he didn't do anything wrong in this situation, he tried to fight for her. You know, that's tough um, dealing with the courts, especially if they're, you know, siding with the mother who in that situation, you know, is is the one that didn't believe her and, and brought basically this in her presence, you know, and didn't try to do anything to rectify that situation. Yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to understand this story a little bit better because to me, it doesn't make sense for, for her to be, I I don't know, but you know, you having a hard time, you know, where's your mom? I mean, if anything, I would be more pissed at my mom because she let it happen. Yeah, I mean, I and if I was in that situation, same thing. You know, I would be that the one who gave birth to me would, you know, side with somebody else over their own daughter. I mean, that's ridiculous. But yeah, I I also think she she may have some trauma. You know, maybe she needs to go talk to somebody and get some therapy too. Um. And maybe that will help her to um, be able to reach out to her dad, you know, and formulate what she wants to say to him. And I I mean, I think that's important that she does that because you don't want to live with any regrets, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, 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 I mean, hey, hey, we, you know, good information. This is a tough subject. That's a tough subject, but. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry that she had to go through that. I mean, that's, that's shame, a, shame on you. Let's talk about the mom. Shame on the damn mom. You trifling. Yeah. Tri- How you not going to believe your child? And, and, you know, there's a lot of things going on with that. And I've seen these things on Maury. <laughs> I've seen these things on Maury where your Steve Wilco show in the past where moms don't believe their children because of, uh, you know, their, their, their sense of of love for their uh, their significant other. Man, what's going on in the background over there? <laughs> I'm at my mom's place and it's, it's people outside. So, so yeah, so, you know, shame on that mother. Yeah, uh, that, 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 that's the more of the, the the issue there, I think. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, and it, that's not the first story I've heard of, of a mother that's done that to their child. You yeah. know, and yeah. and brought a man around their child who's, you know, pretty much molested or, you know, sexually assaulted their, their child. And for all the women out there who have kids, I mean, you you have to really pay attention to who you bring around your children, especially if you're leaving them alone with your kids. And um, I don't have any kids, but if I did, like... You know that I wouldn't just bring anybody around my kids like that. Well, yeah. Uh, sorry. Well, 
hopefully we can you can fix that situation with your dad. All right, Trent, man, we closing out, man. Trent, man, how can they how can they reach you? I already put up crystals. How can they reach you? Uh, the, the Trent B five yeah. uh, on Instagram. Yep, I already put up crystals while she was talking because we we running short. We we gotta we gotta keep this moving and everything like that, and we running over our time. So y'all can reach me at docrj.5 on Instagram. You can also catch me on Twitter at rj speaks one hundred. Follow us on Facebook at comfortable two uncomfortable talk. You can also follow us on Instagram at comfortable two uncomfortable talk. Follow us uh, and hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Comfortable being uncomfortable. The podcast one word. Check out our website for free giveaways, all the merch and everything like that, www.cbupodcast.com. Hey, man, look, man, we coming right back to you, man, with the uh, overtime segment, so make sure y'all stay tuned. Man, big shout-out, Blue Fire, to my sorority sisters of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated and my fraternity brothers of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Blue Fire, we coming right back, so buckle up, man. Stay tuned.